Welcome back. Bet the Juice podcast. Cody Mitchell, Connor Holiday here. Connor, 10 days into the first conference tournament game, 23 days left until Selection Sunday. We are almost there. We're coming down to the very end of the college basketball season. Teams are Some teams are holding on to their bubble spot. Some teams are trying to creep into it. Some blue bloods here and then some, honestly, some unfamiliar faces are here as well. Let's just let's just say what it is. It's a clusterfuck. It really is. It's like college basketball is all over the place, man. Maybe that's just me speaking because I went so terribly betting this week. But yeah, I mean, college basketball is such a fun sport to watch. But goddamn it, sometimes it sucks betting. It on. is a absolute. It's been a nightmare for anybody trying to back teams on the road obviously as of late in the last three weeks, but just on a broad scale of how the sport is like looking at Joe Lenardi's bracketology right now, like these are the best five seeds I've ever seen. Some of these seven seeds. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like Texas, if they win their first game could potentially play Providence in the second round. Um, let's look at these eight, like some of these eight nines, like Purdue wins their first matchup. Hey, here's Pitt. Could be the ACC regular season champion. Missouri, Duke, nine seeds, eight seeds. Memphis is an 11 seed. Their season might be a little derailed with Kendrick Davis getting hurt. But NC State's an eight seed. Alabama, hey, congratulations. You won every game but one in the SEC. You won the tournament, let's say. Here's eight seed NC State or nine seed Oklahoma State, who's got wins over Texas and Kansas. I mean, you've said it before, and it cannot be understated. Come March, it's going to be wide open. It's flyer season. Like, I... If you're thinking about taking a flyer, take the goddamn flyer. Yeah. And yeah. I will say, here's my bold prediction for March Madness. There will be less upsets in the first round because I think these five seeds are so strong. compared, And I think these 12 seeds, like Drake, BCU, Kent State, or Roberts, good basketball teams. I just think the five seeds have never been better. Some of the six seeds have never been better. Problem, but I think you'll see later on – like you'll see a lot more fives beating ones or nines beating ones, sevens beating twos, the sixes or the elevens making it to the Sweet 16. I think you'll have more of that. But I, the dream of having a 12 seed Cinderella mid major going on a deep run, I don't necessarily like see it. Yeah, like I like we're Drake. holding out for one team yes. at least. <laughs> I love Drake, but in the last Joe Lenardi's bracketology, you're not beating Indiana and Miami in a two day oh span. That's a- you're not doing it. No, that's it's just not going to happen. That's a gauntlet right there. I think you'll have a lot of lower seeds in the Sweet 16, but I think when you start getting to the Elite Eight and Final Four, like I think a seed over six will make the Final Four. Like something like that will happen. But mm-hmm. I don't think there's in a Cinderella that's just going to shock everybody. And then all that can be thrown out the window, and here comes a 12 seed in the Final Four. Like that's just yeah. March Madness. Yeah, it, it, it's one of the – Best po- the best postseason in all of sports by far by a large margin. And when it, there's so much parity to the sport like there is right now, it just chaos. Yeah, chaos. Um, I have a weird thing. I was just hit me. Do you ever hear the old take that nobody wants to see like Oral Roberts in the final four? They want to see Duke and Kentucky. Bullshit. That is the most. It's I think true because ratings reflect it. Yes, it's for the person that doesn't want, doesn't care about the sport. You but know I'd I mean? also like 
love to know where the ratings at for some of those St. Peter's games last year as they kept winning. I guarantee you, like, as a team makes a run like that, it draws eyes no matter what. It, you have no, like... So you, I can't speak on the Sweet 16 game against Purdue. The numbers were high for the Elite Eight game. Problem was they were playing a blue blood North Carolina. So you can't really take... If they were playing Oklahoma, it might be a different story. Yeah, and plus, pro- honestly, probably nobody was paying attention to them when they were playing Kentucky because everyone was like, oh, Kentucky's going to just walk through this Hell, game. we weren't. Yeah, we were. I'm pretty sure that was during the yeah, New Mexico we just, State game. I'm pretty sure it was at the top. Uh, it was one of the top TVs, and we just did not pay Cause attention. Because we were watching the New Mexico State game, and yes. then we were like, oh, look, St. Peter's is down. I remember they got down early, and it's like, oh, St. Peter's is hanging around. Oh, St. Peter's is hanging around. Oh, St. Peter's is might win, and then I watched like the last three or four minutes of it, and like, oh shit, I actually pulled it off. But yeah. Connor, I'm gonna give a little. Let's go give a little bit of a rundown what the happened this kind of week in college basketball. Always like normal, we're starting off with the best conference, the Big Twelve. Kansas pick up a big win at Oklahoma State, one of the rare. I think they ended up closing at a two point favorite, but being a low number favorite on the road has not fared well for most teams in the Big Twelve in the Big Ten. But Gutty went knocking off Oklahoma State. Gertie Dick went for 26. Yeah, and it was really – it was a close game in the first half, and then they kind of, after coming out of halftime, made the adjustments and just kind of pulled away from Oklahoma State. Yeah, basically cementing themselves still at probably a currently a one seed. Oklahoma got a, a win against Kansas State. Um, starting to worry a little bit about the Purple Kittens, but – don't. Don't do it. Um, Don't do it. Don't do especially it. in a neutral environment, but still really good team to have a big one. Obviously, I mean, it was it was literally the twelve zero run, literally early in the second half that kind of propelled Oklahoma to the win. It was other than that, it was a close game in that first half. It just it sucks. They've been on kind of a losing streak, but also we've talked about it with the Big Twelve. Like anybody can lose to anyone. When it comes to the tournament, you're going to be battle-tested. And, I mean, I still love Kansas State. I yeah, still love them. I think the problem is, the thing that's kind of getting to them is, I mean, it's Jerome Tang being a great coach, Keontae Johnson, um, Norwell, and then a bunch of guys who probably shouldn't be Big 12 players. Like, they're very, very thin at 3 through 12. Like, those guys just aren't very good. But, I mean, no matter what, you're – by far exceeding any expectations anybody had for the first season here. And then story that just holds true, Iowa State wins at home. And then we'll re- – I guess – I think they lost last week home. But. You're also missing uh, one, Texas Tech with another big upset. Oh, I seven- missed the Monday games. I'm bad. Yeah. Uh, 74-67 over Texas. God damn this Texas Tech team. I literally what these last couple games the win against Kansas State, this win against Texas. Like they not, won't go away. They're not dead necessarily. No. So if you go 7 and 11 in the Big 12, which you are Ken Palm has them losing their next four five games. Mm-hmm. So that would mean they need four more wins, go 4 and 1 your last five. You with all those Q1 wins you they're getting in, but no, I like, I'm not saying like, Oh, but it's going to be tough. It, yeah. It, it's an uphill battle, but they're just 
piling up the quality wins right now. I will say the schedule when you pull it up isn't like unachievable. You do have West Virginia this Saturday, Oklahoma on the road. TCU is at home, which is probably going to be your second hardest game. Mike Miles got cleared. He will be playing Saturday. You have Oklahoma State at home. At Kansas, I think you can probably just chalk it up as a loss and bite the bullet there. But like that's not like the weirdest schedule, but I just don't see it yeah, kind of happening. Yeah. I mean, crazier shit's happened, but never know. Never know in college basketball. Nope. And like I said, Iowa State picked up a win. Mike Mott, TCU's starting to struggle a little bit since they they were okay the first game and then kind of came back have came back to birth since he's been out, but he will be back. Saturday. Yeah, and like I mean, it we're gonna have our eyes on that game to like see what happens when he comes back because I mean that's such a big piece for this team. Yes, Moon on Big Ten here. Did I miss one? I think I got them all. No, you got them all. Big Ten. Um, completely wrong. Penn State went in and blitzed Illinois. Jalen Pickett goes for forty-one and eight assists. Yeah, very very important win for Penn State. Like to get that win your chances were kind of on life support and to get a quality win like that helps them out. Yeah. They're probably sitting like maybe like nine or 10th out. Mm-hmm. So you're still kind of keeping your bubble chances alive there. Um, Hunter Dickens is a clown. Wisconsin beats Michigan 64 to 59. Big I, win for Wisconsin. I don't get the whole wearing the ski mask thing in there. Like I understand what oh, you're I trying didn't to even pay attention to that. It, it, He's like trying to paint himself as a, some kind of villain. Because of the fight last year with Wisconsin, he's been he's talked a lot of shit on his. He's got like a podcast on Barstool. Yeah, he 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 does shit with uh, Marty Mush a lot. Which, I mean, good for him. I I kind of I saw Jeff Goodman have this take, so I don't want to like act like I'm stealing it from him. They're kind of like accusing this kid, and they don't like. I don't think it's the best decision for him to do that. I would kind of focus on trying to make it to the NBA because you have a shot. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to wear the ski mask, paint yourself as the heel, and then go out and drop two points in the second half, it's just, I mean, obviously we're going to make fun of you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I would hope this, I would hope you would do that to me. If I went out there and talked shit. I mean, shit, I, make, I make fun of you constantly, so. Yeah. But if I literally all day at work was like, hey, Connor, I can't wait to beat you by 25 strokes today in golf, and you go out and beat me, I, if, you should make fun of me. Yeah, didn't that almost happen? <laughs> yeah, I did. I talked a lot of shit, and then I was losing after the first nine. <laughs> Luckily, we pulled away. Probably the biggest game in the Big Ten. North Northwestern's good, dude. They are. Northwestern's good. That was a hell of a game. Uh, very controversial. No call at the end. That was clearly a charge on Boo Bougie. Or I can never. Wait, I, say I thought everything in college basketball was a Pro- charge. All it did was I can't remember who it was in Indiana. They didn't fall down mm-hmm. and make it so blatant. But he, I mean, he lowered his shoulder and threw. Whoever it was, I can't remember who it was out of the way, but yeah, I watched part of this game, fell asleep, so I didn't yeah, get to I, see the end. When I fell asleep, I was like, you know, screw this. It was thirty-nine to twenty at half. <laughs> I went to bed, and apparently, Indiana storm. I was watching the highlights. They come, they go on a little run to start the second half. They were knocking down a bunch of threes, got it all the way back, tied it up, and Boo Booey hits a shot at the, I think with like five seconds left to pull it out. Northwestern is currently second in the Big Ten. Jesus. Something for a team that's only made the tournament one time, I it's time to – I mean, they've definitely cemented themselves into the tournament now, but 
yeah, it's definitely. time to like actually take this team seriously. Another team, too, that I think is going a little under the radar is Maryland. Maryland gets a big win over Purdue, 68-54 behind Jamar Young's 20 Dominate. points. Dominated this one. They, I, did you watch any of this last night? It was another one that kind of ran a little bit. Nope. <laughs> I know. I think you were out early last night because I was texting you in any response. Or you just hate me, either one. Both. Could be a mixture of the two. So, this is basically, Purdue was up by three and a half. This game was completely neck and neck, back and forth the entire game. And Maryland goes on something like a 20 to one run. And basically, that was it. Um, I don't want to say this, but I am. Don't I'm say it. Don't. Gonna no, have wait Purdue to... on some high upsets alert. Upset. Okay. They're going to win their first game. I know. I'm saying don't say it now. We're waiting for oh the tournament. Oh, my God. We're I waiting might. to see that matchup. I think the book is out on Zach Eady. If you can get somebody to just lower his goddamn shoulder and push him out of the paint, he can't score 10 feet from the basket. He has to be in between five feet. <coughs> that is the only way he scores. And guess what? These freshmen are good. These freshman guards, Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer. But they're still freshmen. Mm-hmm. And in road environments and – neutral court environments like in the tournament it's not going to be that it's just not gonna be that simple like Fletcher Lawyer I think was like somebody betted over points like an idiot idiot he was throwing he was throwing into a parlay and it boosts something but who was the first basket um they do have a first basket for college and it happened to actually you have such an obsession with first basket first touchdown and it is a dangerous yes I did bet it and it did not Jamari Young did not score the first basket Jeez. And now my favorite conference in college. Well, wait, hold on. I miss one. You missed. I'm not talking about high state. They're dead. No, 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 okay. no. There's somebody that I'm kind of like the alarm hasn't been pushed yet, but I'm like right there about to push the button. Nebraska with the upset over Rutgers. There we go. I Ru- forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah Rutgers. Granted, Nebraska had the last couple games. Has been great. <laughs> I can never remember the kid's name. He is... Taminga? Taminga, that's his name, yes. He's so electric. He's so funny. <laughs> he really the, he, the fans love him. Every time he makes a three, the crowd goes absolutely apeshit. I know they're, what, 14 and 12 right now? Mm-hmm. Could they? No, <laughs> they would have to win. I mean, we saw Georgetown win the Big East tournament as a... Georgetown... <sighs> It might have been Oregon State was the 12th seed. I can't remember. But, I mean, Nebraska, you just cannot fucking sleep on this team, no matter what, no matter who you are. If you're not if you're not playing Ohio State and Maryland and you're playing somebody. Let me go back real quick before we move on to the Big East because, okay. So, let's look. Two, there was no Monday games in the Big Ten. So it's moved to Valentine's Day on Tuesday. Did you get anything good? What? Valentine's Day. Fuck you. <laughs> nothing, You're nothing such good. a dick. You're <laughs> such a Hey, if it makes you feel better, I have a girlfriend. I didn't get anything. You still have somebody to fucking spend it with, motherfucker. You know what we did? I'm pretty sure we watched a college basketball game. Well, that's I mean that's, that's, that's almost so that's every day in the Mitchell household. That yeah. and chasing a Deaf. How old is she now? Terrorist she's about 13 dog. month old pit bull. Hellion. 
Yeah, they only the Big Ten only lost one game, one way. The Nebraska was the only win away from home last week. So yeah, which is honestly pretty par for the course. Yeah, Monday also where Bet the Juice podcast was wrong. Wait, this was Tuesday. Providence gets a home win against Creighton, ninety-four to eighty-six. Never bet against Ed Cooley as a dog at home. It hits seventy percent of the time. Great game though. We thought we they were due. Yeah, yeah. We I mean we bet it. You even said it. It is what it, it is. Those, it is what it is. It's one of those things too, where man, I you got to know when to jump off, but with um, Creighton, but man, it's not fun jumping off. It's just. No, just you look like a crack addict, like scratching your arm right now, <laughs> talking about game. like betting on Creighton, like you're addicted to it. I'm like, I need but I mean, more. yeah, I, a big win at home for Providence, especially on the they were kind of on a skid, weren't they? Yeah, a little bit. Because remember on the last show, I was saying like, I mean, looking at their schedule and looking at what, but it was a bad loss, wasn't it? But their last loss wasn't it? Oh like, my really god! Bad? Was it Georgetown or DePaul? They didn't lose to Georgetown. I'll tell you that. Georgetown's won that one game. Um, they lost to St. John's. Oh, okay. Never mind. That wasn't a terrible loss, but they were behind literally. A game the whole you should have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should still win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But yeah, I mean, double overtime. Good job, Providence. Damn it. <laughs> yep. Seton Hall gets a win over Georgetown. I didn't get any eyes on it, but basically keeps Seton Hall's hopes for a tournament bid alive. Still one of the next next four out. Looks like they're the sixth team out currently by Joe Lenardi. Marquette. <sighs> the, the number got super, super high. They just struggled out of the gate, but kind of came into the run. Yeah, I mean. Against Xavier. That was a spot for Xavier. Didn't really... When we talk about certain team in the SEC, we'll talk about like betting spots, and that was a spot that yeah we should we should have seen it, especially after the upset loss to Butler. This would have been a spot for Xavier to bounce back, but also we just thought Marquette was that much better, and it was at home. The trend, the trend, the trend bet was to go with Marquette. Yep, and and, it, and then. We're not talking negative on Marquette. If this was not a betting podcast, this would be if we're just you know covering college basketball. It would be like yeah, a great win for Marquette. You know, gutted one out. You fell behind early. It just happens to be a betting show where the number was seven and you didn't cash that for us. No, but I mean, good one for Marquette. I have also officially placed Marquette national title future as well. I can't remember. I have to start tracking. I think that's in. I was doing Final Four, thinking Final Four, Final Four, Final Four. I think this team could win the national. I title. need to like start writing down all of my futures. Yeah. Um, because I have Final Fours, national championships. Ooh, it's all over. And place. for me personally, if I had a vote, I would vote for Shaka Smart for head coach of the year as well. Yeah. To the SEC, just keep piling on the podcast here, <laughs> yep. Missouri. <laughs> I checked the score and it was 30 to 8 and I'm like, "Oh, this was dead from the fucking get-go." But like we talked about the ne- the next day when I saw you at work, it was l- like I saw Lenardi's thing r- literally right before the game that had Auburn like not out but like trending in the wrong direction and Mizzou's firmly in. Yeah, this was the ultimate spot for Auburn to get a win and kind of like 
sil- I don't want to say silence the haters, but like silence the critics that like were off on this team. Yeah, that the defense is legit. Missouri was five and twenty-two from three. They just like could not hit a freaking basket. But I mean, hell, it's gambling, man. I I make that bet nine times out of ten. Yeah. I think Missouri. I don't think Auburn's three points better on a neutral than Missouri. I don't. I think Missouri's the better team. You give me six points, I'm going to take it. In the game, kind of you were alluding to. Tennessee's still good. Tennessee smacks. Well, no, I was the one that I was alluding to was this Mizzou one talking oh, okay. about the spot. No, this, well, yeah, technically this, was, this was also another spot that I was wrong. Tennessee 68, <laughs> Alabama 59. Dude, Tennessee just plays hard defense and they yeah. can score sometimes. Yeah, I was. I mean, I bet Bama thinking, well, there's no way Tennessee could keep up with them. Well, when your defense is playing that well, with Jordan Joseph and Julian Phillips out. I had this as well. This was a spot too where I took the points with Alabama at three. I was. I had at I think two or two and a half. I can't. So you did take the points. Didn't take the money. Oh yeah. No, actually, I took money line, but my money line was either when it was at two or two and a half. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean the Tennessee team. I don't. I'm not gonna fall to Alabama. I think Tennessee is just a really good team. This is why Ken Palm has them in the top five still. Yeah. Yeah. think they worry me a little bit in a tournament setting when you kind of need a guy to carry your team and a five foot seven point guard is not gonna be able to get you a bucket because even in that game they were basically Ziggler was basically just dribbling around going corner to corner and finding open shooters eventually you're gonna have to have somebody beat get beat somebody one-on-one to get to the hoop and I don't think they really have that guy Kentucky gets a big win at Mississippi State, kind of putting themselves back in the – literally, they flip-flopped. So, Mississippi State was in the last four in. Kentucky was in the first four out. And with that win, that catapulted them there. Mississippi State still got plenty of chances to win. Um, spot here, kind of – I still liked Mississippi State in this game. I, I would have bet it because it, it was home favorite. Yeah. Like, the thing is They just, were in it the whole game. Just worries Mississippi State just kind of worries me with the inability to score, and I mean I'm surprised they even put up 68 points. And the defense was kind of down a little bit in this game. Arkansas lose Texas A&M beats Arkansas. Both those teams should be fine to get in here. Um, Nick Smith did not came back and did not really was full go, and for some reason Musselman did not really play him, which was kind of odd here. Now to your conference, Connor, which is weird to say. Because I no, always assumed you were a Big Ten guy, but this. I mean, I am. Don't get it twisted. But Monday, <laughs> um, I also have the future on these guys now to make the Final Four. Miami's really fucking good. You're goddamn right. They, they are. They are really fucking good. Twenty-one and five, twelve and four in the ACC. Blitz North Carolina eighty seventy-two, and it was not that close. No, North Carolina made. We a were worried about Baycott and what I think he was. I think he was five for six, but it, he only had 12 points. He was in foul trouble from the get-go. Yeah, exactly. Like, he got his, but it didn't fucking matter. Miami, I don't know what the hell it is about this team, but it's fucking all about the U. And I'm telling you, too, they, they, I think this could have been worse. Omir was immediately in foul trouble, too. Yeah. So there was – they would have had nobody down there to stop him, and he immediately got in foul trouble. But this, I mean, this team's just super freaking good. Nigel Pack goes off for 23. Fun team to watch. And North Carolina, man, I think 
Yep, he still has them in their last his last four out, but I don't think they are. They're going to be right there at the end, like struggling to make the NCAA tournament, which is crazy for a team that was literally the same team that was up 15 in the national title last year. Yeah, well, now yeah, just like championship hangover. I mean, I know they didn't win it, but still, like hangover of not making it to the national championship, like. Yeah, it's... I think more than anything it boils down to, they're just not good. They weren't good last year. They got hot. Hubert yeah. Davis isn't a good coach. They just got hot. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we got to stop anointing these guys as, like, the next thing. Like, do it again. Like, he won one... He had one hot stretch. Because they were, if you remember, they were bad all the way up until basically March or mid-February. They just got hot at the right time. Made it to, Hey... They're never going to take a Final Four and a National Championship runner-up away from you, but... No, and considering they beat your boy. Yeah, twice. And killed him. Twice. He was yeah. actually at the Duke game this weekend. Duke beats Notre Dame 68-64. Notre Dame stinks, so I don't really have much out on that. The, like, Duke, like, I bet this. Duke did not look good. No, they stink. Like, they I might... Think, they, I think, I, I think like... Coach. If they have a round one exit, like it would not surprise me. Yeah, and they're going to be on the eight nine most likely. But and also, but also, if they win that first round and you're one seed, and you see that Duke name with seven five stars like across <laughs> from you, yeah, exactly. Like you're still not going to be worried. Um, another one here, Virginia beats Louisville by three. I don't. That's the thing with Virginia. That always worries me. I know they've won. Tony it was Bennett. at Louisville. The, the raucous crowd of the three and twenty-two Louisville Cardinals. Exactly. I mean, it just. But it's it's just a way Tony Tony Bennett coached. A win's a win is a win. Yeah, he's won a national title, but you are also susceptible to UMBCs and Louisvilles. That's the only caveat with it. A national title that also, if you ask me, should never have happened. Washington does move on Pac-12 here. I should probably preface that. Washington beats Oregon at home. Yeah, another one that I was completely wrong about. Oregon right on the cusp of, I mean, where does he have them at now? They are one of the first four out, I'm assuming. He had them in there last week, and that kind of set him off there. And then yesterday's action, UCLA had a little bit of a scare, down four to Stanford, but ultimately was able to pull away at the end. I don't know if I placed it before last podcast, but I do have a UCLA national title. Yeah, so you keep bragging about it. And honestly, if a tournament started today, that would probably be my pick. Remember how last time on Monday, too, I was saying, don't sleep on Utah. They have an outside chance of making the tournament that died. <laughs> Fiery crash. Arizona beat the shit out of them, 88-62. to 62. Yeah. Thanks for coming out, Utah, but... You better win the Pac-12 tournament if you have any hopes of getting yep. in the tournament. Yep. Do you have, there's really nothing. I don't really have any major, mid-major news, I guess, if you want to call Gonzaga the mid-major. Oh, Roberts just keeps being a wagon. Yes, um, but Gonzaga got the revenge on LMU after dropping to the, them at home. Um, so, also, just a little betting caveat if you're betting St. Mary's and Gonzaga games. Um, they are So, if Gonzaga beats St. Mary's in Spokane, their last regular season game, the winner 
so that we should have two losses in the WCC. The winner of the tiebreaker is net rating. So if you're comfortable laying points with one of those teams, they have every incentive to run the score up. Yeah, yeah. So if you're like, I don't know if they're going to try, it's 18, but I think they're like, you know, 17, 18 points better. They're going to try to win by 30. Yes. yes. Because they need that for their net rating. Yeah. So I that, mean, I, I it's kind of like old school BCS, like run up the score yes. to make the computers like you more. That is exactly what they're going to do. I mean, it's a crazy, crazy way to go, but fuck. Again, a lot of games for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Lines are hard to find right now, but we still have numbers we can base them off of. Connor, how many plays are you giving out today? <laughs> I really don't want to give out that many whatsoever after the streak that... Hey, shit happens. You were hot before that. Yeah, 7-3 and three to like 3-7. and seven. <laughs> So I have 7 and possibly 8. I have... That I am fond of or like with numbers i think i got like maybe four that i like three of which i actually have numbers for okay actually um, I'll, I'll make it i'll make it five even though i don't have a number but i don't care do you that. have any for tonight because i have two for tonight i don't have any for tonight okay. i just have saturday i am going to lay 10 points with cornell at home versus dartmouth They've lost three in a row. They are right on the cusp. So the Ivy League is the only conference that does not allow every team into their conference tournament. You have to be in the top four. Which is bullshit. Yes, I think it is too. So they are now fifth after dropping the last three. This is a get-right spot. They don't really have another good one. Dartmouth is bad. Dartmouth also turns the ball over. They are 300th in the country at percentage-wise of turning the ball over. And Cornell is in the top 25 and forcing turnovers. Yeah, not so, good. <laughs> and anybody can score in Dartmouth, let alone the 20th ranked offense in the country. Yes, and this factors in the defenses they're playing in these mid-major conferences. Cornell's offense is electric. As long as they can get a few stops, this should be no problem. Go and then the other one. one, this one you will love. I'm taking the over in the Eastern Michigan and Kent State game at 147. Oh. Oh. Kent Eastern Michigan could not stop me. Could not stop the Jags basketball all-star team. We would hang a 60-burger on them. We would. They cannot stop anybody. What did you say that was at? I added a 147. All right, it's up to 147.5. I have moved the line. I'm betting it. They can't stop anybody. Kent State's got an electric offense. They can score with anybody. And guess what? Eastern Michigan's been playing competent basketball. They can score. It doesn't matter where they are, home or on the road. And there's always the possibility of a 30-piece by Monty Bates. And he, <laughs> it's he it's seems, never out of the realm of possibilities. He seems to always want to show up against the better teams in the MAC, and this seems like the right spot so for So we're it. taking the over on his points. You're not going to be able to get a line on that, but... Bet. Hold on. There's no way. Uh Oh, damn it. No. It said same game parlay. No. Yeah, because they're wanting you to bet like the over and the under <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, I think Kent State can hang 90 on them, and if they hang 90, oh, it needs 57. I mean, they're over-under set at 82 and a half. I mean, I you said it. You had me at over, so I bet That's it. That's kind of what I figured. Um, yeah. Okay, I'll do – you said you have five? Uh, did I? 
And we, I'm sure we'll have one that's the same as well. But Oh, yeah. Never mind. I forgot to put a dot next to it. All right. But go ahead. Okay, so first one for me, spot is why I'm betting it, even though you're going to be like, he bets this team every single fucking week. Uh, but Kansas State minus two at home against Iowa State. Iowa State coming off of a dominant win. Kansas State's been on a little bit of a skid. This is just spot specific. And, and I, another reason I'm thinking about it too is Iowa State's just a different team on the road. Exactly. They really are. But also we've said how many times we're going to stop betting for or against Iowa State and we do it every single day of every week. They just give us juicy numbers I for just, either side of them. I can't really – I can't blame myself. It's just like – We're addicted. We have dangling a Dangling a treat in front of a puppy. Demon uh, puppy was, like yours. Yes. This was the one that I was saying, this just seems like a layup and they're asking me – they're baiting me to bet this. That's what scares me. I'm betting Wisconsin minus one against Rutgers. Rutgers is on a downward spiral, and Wisconsin plays really good at home. I know the record doesn't seem – that crazy. This team has seven quad one wins. They're not a bad basketball team. Did you take Rutgers on the road? No, I, it was one that I had written down, so I'm just going to scribble I mean, that You go one. right ahead and take them. This <laughs> no, just no, no, seems no, no. Right. Like, you got to remember, I did these like Saturday. No, I did these Monday. Okay. And at the time, I kind of liked Rutgers. Now that's changed. I need. To, this is why I need to start doing this. Like, <laughs> look, this is another big spot one for me. Rutgers is firmly in the tournament. Wisconsin's still a bubble team, and they're at home, and it's Big Ten at home. This just seems like to me too good to be true. I'm taking Wisconsin. All right, uh, next one for me. Don't have a, a line for this. I don't know if you can look it up. I I checked Barstool, FanDuel, DraftKings don't have lines out yet. Kempom has it at seven. I'm really, really hoping that it's actually around five. But no matter what, if it if it's between five and seven, lay the points with Miami at home against Wake Forest. This is tough for me to do because no line. Nope. Damn. Um, this is tough for me to do because I do love Wake Forest, but I know they've been good in ACC play, but that tier that, like, Wake Forest is on tier two in the ACC, and Miami's tier one, and I think the gap is pretty big between them. Yeah, I, if it is actually, I don't think it's also, going to be I, Also, don't be afraid, I'm probably going to bet the over. I don't, I don't even want to know what the number is, but both teams have been very, very good over teams this season. And with the pace that Miami loves to play at, and the, I mean, what's, I, I'm blanking on his name, the guard for Wake. Oh my God. Tyree Appleby. Yes. Appleby is just an absolute scorer. I think this is going to be a very fun game to watch, but I think Miami comes out with possibly double digit win it. Yeah. I don't hate this one either. I don't think it's going to be five, but I'm praying. I think Wake Forest is probably going to have their, um, not title hopes, their NCAA tournament hopes kind of crushed and basically forced them into, hey, we have to win the ACC tournament to get in. They are Joe Lenardi's last. Don't tell me that. I still love Wake. 
Yeah, I just it sucks they they missed their shot last year. They should have been in last year if they didn't blow it to they lost their opening round in the tournament to Boston College, but man, I I I like my I like this Miami team's just really 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 fucking good. All right, so I'm going back to it. I don't care. I'm taking Missouri's money hey, line. Hey, congratulations. Bianami has been named the commander. Has he really? Holy yes. fucking shit. Why? I don't I know. don't understand the move. He's, uh, oh, I see what the move is. Agrees to become Washington's assistant head coach and offensive coordinator. He might be your next head coach. Yeah, he knows Derek Carr is on his way. No, Derek Carr just visited with the Jets. Well, maybe he'll come uh, No offense, buddy. I'd rather go to the Jets than the... Oh, my God. That's a statement I never thought I'd say. (laughs) I'd rather go to the Jets than the Commanders. That defense is good. All right, but that's NFL. Congratulations to you. Maybe Sam Howell is the future. Yeah, I always forget we have him. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Missouri money line at home versus Texas A&M. This is perfect bounce back spot after that dreadful performance. And honestly, I'm just going to run you down Texas A&M's best wins. They have beaten. They beat Missouri at home. Back mm-hmm. in January, mm-hmm. their next best wins is they swept Auburn. Like I know they are, I think twelve and two in the conference. Maybe it's eleven and maybe it's eleven I, and four. I can't it's something like that. I, or you know, they are eleven and two in conference play. I just don't know if they are as good as advertised. Missouri plays super well at home. I think it's a good spot for Kobe Brown, Isaiah Mosley to kind of get back on track. And Dennis Gates will have the boys ready to go because they are firmly in the tournament, but I know they don't want to be an eight try not to fall to a ten seed. So I'm it's only a point. I don't I think it I think Missouri should be more of like a three or three and a half point favorite here. So I'll lay Missouri. Um going back to the well with one of the better covering teams. I'm sorry. I just I literally just saw your your sheet and saw you had this written down, but Pitt plus three and a half. Pitt's good. And Virginia Tech hasn't been good lately. I understand this is at Virginia Tech, but still, love hitting this spot. So do I. I mean, I know Hunter Couture is really good, but guess what? He's not. He's no Burton, Cummings, or Hodge. Like this, this team's really this. Pitt's good. That's it. They're number. They're in first place in the ACC. If the tournament started today, they'd be the one seed. Yeah. Jeff Capel saved his job. Yeah. Pitt is really, really, really good. I. Okay, so I know I'm always trying to think of like the mindset when you start getting later down here. I they're young kids; they read the they read the clippings. When Couture come back, they had a, that little Virginia Tech had that little run to be like, okay, now they can get back on track. This team is win the ACC tournament or get in. Yeah, they have no other chance. So there's no extra yeah, if motivation. It, if here. it wasn't for some of some of those losses that they took, really, really even bad. when Couture came back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. Like did they were they at home against BC or was it on the road? I think it was at home. I can't remember. Either way, you lost to Boston College. Exactly. That's not good. So yeah, I'm I'm laying the three and a half. I think Pitt wins this game outright, honestly. This is gonna be one that I'll mix into a parlay as well. Yes. And I'm actually gonna back another road team and this one might be crazy. I'm taking plus five I'm taking Baylor plus five at Kansas. I think Baylor's better than wow. Kansas. I I saw it, didn't know what to think about it, but when I saw the line, it 
almost made me want to take Kansas, but I don't I don't want to touch it. So now at Fog Allen is not an easy place to play, but I mean Scott Drew is one of the better coaches in college basketball. He's gonna have he will have Baylor ready to play, and I mean I know Jalen Wilson is really really good, and and JTT is gonna have duties of guarding him. Who literally was on the verge of we didn't know if he was ever gonna walk again, and now is. In under a year, barely. I think it's just actually the year anniversary was last week. Oh, is wow. now playing basketball again, um, but between Flagler, Keontae George, and Kyler, I don't know exactly where Kansas guards are going to stack up against them. So I don't know if they went out right, but this is going to be down to one possession game here, in my opinion. It's going to be a good game, definitely. So I'm down to one. I got two. Okay, one that has a, an actual line out there. Um, kind of just taking another spot. Bandy plus four at home against Auburn. Auburn I just like it. Auburn coming off that dominant win. I don't know if I'll bet it, but I like it. I mean, I I there's something about this Vandy team. They're like fun. W- they're very fun week in week out. They're different, but. They're a fun team, and you can't you can't count them out. Plus, you're at home. The battle between Broom and Liam Robbins is going to be fun too. That's something I want to keep my eye on as well. Um, you wouldn't think I would do this, but in my last one, I'm going to lay the points with Indiana over Illinois. Really, four and a half. It's a big number. Yeah, but I don't know if that performance against Penn State just left a bad taste in my mouth. But I still think Indiana's really good. I think they just got off to a terrible, terrible spark or start and basically that clinched that loss against Northwestern clinched Northwestern's NCAA tournament hopes. So that's the second time ever that the crowd was rocking. Like that's just really, really, really tough spot. And the way that team battled back, I give them a lot of credit. This ain't a team is good. And I, something that pain is painful for me for me to say, because I talk so much shit to their fan base over the off season, but danger going up, going up against TJD, don't know where he's going to get his stops. Nobody can stop him. And between Jalen Hood, Safino, and now, God, I'm missing his name. I, I can't think of his goddamn name. Not I'm, Race Thompson. He's the other big guy. I can't remember his name. He's number I'm 11. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Another guard to, by I'm Indiana. trying to find bets. Give Their me guard, lines. What are you guys doing? The sorry. guards play better at home. So <laughs> I'm taking the points at four and a half. All right. Um, Last one for me, do not have an official line for it, even though I keep scrolling and checking and FanDuel and DraftKings are dragging their feet. Hopefully that doesn't fuck up future sponsorship. Um, So, Cody, who's probably the worst team in... Now, I preface this, Power 5. The worst Power 5 team is Louisville. Oh, okay, never mind. There yeah. was a, there's another... By power. far. I thought there was another Power 5 team that you would say is just as bad. Out no. West. Out West. It's not Cal. Damn. Cal is not as bad. All right. As... Well, either way, it's a roundabout way of getting to my pick. Kevom has it at 24. Yeah, they might be. Holy shit, they might be. Um, Not to interrupt you, sorry, but they... No. Louisville's 286 in Kevom. Cal is 263. Damn. Okay. But I didn't think they would be that close. All right, no. still, the best team in their conference is UCLA. Ken Palm has it at 24. 
I know this is a giant number to lay, but I think at home UCLA just dog walks Cal. And they're still competing for that one seed, so exactly every incentive to Metrics. bet them. You know what? I just, real quick before we leave, the reason I think I'm going to bet or going to probably have UCLA winning the whole thing is no matter what style of game you come out and play, you want to go fast, you want to go slow, you want to do this, you want to do that, you want to play it inside out, it doesn't matter. UCLA has a way, and I don't know if it's Mick Cronin or it's just Tiger Campbell being a really, really good point guard, of letting the game settle into the style that they want to play that day. And if they're playing somebody that they think, for some reason, they have the talent to be to beat anybody. But if they're just, this isn't our game, this team's better, they're going to muck the shit out of the game and win that game. It's just what UCLA does. And that's why I think betting them, and I think I got it, plus 1,500, definitely a good bet. So we're out of here. Best of luck to everybody this weekend. Let's go make some money. Peace.